Hey you, do you keep a journal? Course you do, because people like us do things like this. Hello there, and welcome to a brand new episode of the People Like Us Do Things Like This podcast. It's a weekly exploration of the themes and ideas and shared beliefs and mindsets that connect us. It's about the things that resonate with the people that matter. It's not about saying them and us. It's about finding the threads and the ideas that connect us. So today, I'm going to be talking about journaling. Um, I've got a special guest to chat with me um, because I've just recently taken part in, uh, or in the process, I should say, of taking part in a, a journaling challenge. Um we're, we're, we have a little bit of a chat about why we use journaling. Um, we've got to explain a little bit about where journaling comes from and if you haven't heard of the practice, what it is and and how it can be useful for your life. Um, it's a lovely chap that um, I met recently called Mike and um, I've just spoken to him over there in sunny Los Angeles. Well, I'm assuming it's sunny. You know, it always seems to be sunny. And um, I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Um, just wanted to say that um, if you're discovering this through the You Are The Media uh, network, um, hello. Uh, thank you very much to Mark Masters for supporting us. I'm really excited to be part of the network. And also, if you have reviewed us on iTunes or if you've listened to us and you haven't reviewed us on iTunes, please do so because it's a really great way to help people to discover the podcast. Why am I saying us? It's my podcast. Review me. Not me, my podcast. Anyway, enough of this, Guff. On with the interview. Okay, here we go again. Once again, it's another episode. And good news, it's not just me. Uh, I'm joined by a guest today, a guest host in the form of Mike Ganino. Mike, welcome to the People I Cast Do Things Like This podcast. Hey, buddy. This is uh, fun to be here. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Well, um, now we, we've met very recently. Um, we're both part of a journaling challenge, online challenge, um, <laughs> through a mutual connection in the form of Chris Marr. And so we've connected on Insta. We've, we've, we've shared some of our, our journaling ideas. But um, why don't you introduce yourself to my listeners so that they know where you are in the world and what you do? Sure. Yeah. Well, in the world I'm in uh, today, I'm in Los Angeles. That's where I live. And, uh, and what I do here and, and really anywhere is uh, I work with, with teams and leaders inside of organizations and, and even thought leaders out in the world to help them communicate better, to help them share their message, to help them bring, you know, whatever stories that they need to share to get people to action out into the world. And I do that in a couple of ways. One is through helping them really define the message and the story. What are they trying to get across? And then the other one is really thinking about how are other people experiencing that message. So in some places, people would call me a public speaking coach. And in other places, they would call me a kind of culture and storytelling person. So inside of a brand, I'll go in and I'll work with them to help uncover what are the stories that are happening inside of this company and how do we tell them better. And, uh, and that's what I do. It takes me to all kinds of cool places. I'm a, the head performance coach at uh, one, of the, one of the big TEDx events that's, that's out there in the world. And I get to uh, spend a lot of time with, with interesting folks. Wow, sounds fascinating. There's a lot of parallels um, between what you do and the, the kind of work that I do when I'm not doing podcasting. But we'll <laughs> say that for another day. Um, but 
the thing that the thing that I thought that we could have a chat about was was journaling. Um, journaling is something that that I've been doing for a couple of years. I've been aware for aware of it for a, for a while, and I, I first got into it a few years ago, just jotting down like three things that I was grateful for um, at the end of the day, and then I put it down, and then I picked it up again um, just uh, just over two years ago, and. I found it to be incredibly useful to just get down on paper the stuff that was swirling around in my head. <laughs> and why, why don't you just go ahead and, and share a little bit of your experience in, in terms of using journalism in, in your day to day. When did you discover it? Yeah, so I actually, uh, I was just looking behind me here on the bookshelf and I have my very first, you're the only one can see it because it's a podcast, but I have my very first journal that I started using kind of seriously. And it's, uh, I looked at the first date, November of 1999, actually. Wow. And so I was, uh, I was 19 years old and I had just, uh, I was just dropping out of college to try to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. Um, you know, in that next phase of things, I was, I was trying to be an actor. I've done improv for a long time, improvisational theater. And uh, yeah, so for me, it's, uh, it's something that I've done off and on for a long time. And I find that when I'm on, when I'm doing it more, uh, I, I tend to be calmer. I tend to get more things done. And I think, you know, what you were saying is really resonates with me of journaling for me helps kind of get stuff out of my head. And so whether that's ideas, you know, these days, maybe it's an idea for a podcast or maybe it's an idea for a video series or a new framework for storytelling that I'm working on. Or maybe it's that I have some negative talk in my head about why I can't get something done or what's going on in the world. And I don't know, I think for me, if you keep that in there, whether it's, it's all your ideas or whether it's some you know, negative story you're telling yourself about yourself or about the world, if you don't find something to do with it, it kind of just keeps spinning in your head. And for me, that causes a lot of anxiety. Um, and it feels like, I don't know, it feels like if I can get it down in writing, then I've put it somewhere mm. and I can, I can move on with my day. And so I find that to be the really big benefit for me. And so when I'm not doing it consistently, I notice I have a lot more anxiety, I, I get less done. And so it's, it's, a, it's not so much a creative practice for me. It's, a, it's like a therapeutic meditative practice. Yeah, because I think there's, there's quite a few different ways. I, oh, I, I, I think that as, I, as I've observed, that, that journaling as a, as a discipline, as an activity, um, has become much more high profile. A lot more people are talking about it. A lot of people are creating their own journals, aren't they? There's like publishing. I don't mean like journals as in publishing the journals, but <laughs> creating journal books. Um, the one that uh, a lot of people on our in our little um, journal challenge are using the um, the Stoic, the Daily Stoic mm. journal. Um, I think uh, you could probably think of a few, but one off the top of my head, there's the Five Minute Journal. Um, one I originally used was. Um, the best self journal. <laughs> if you've come across that with Catherine Lavery. Yeah. And um, somebody else I saw, Michael, uh, Michael Hyatt, I think um, he does a, does a journal as well. Yeah. Uh, I think you're quite right that that whole notion of on one hand, just getting stuff out of your head and putting it down on paper, getting it out and putting it to one side, that kind of, kind of notion of kind of just, just, Expulsion. <laughs> it sounds yeah. very kind of It's like, <laughs> like I'm a brain dumping. Um, 
But you also talked about something that I'd like to pick up on that thing about you kind of like it releases anxiety and that if you don't do it, you can feel that stuff kind of swirling around in your head. Um, can you think of a time when, when you've, you've consciously said, right, I'm not doing it. I need to do it now. And, and you feel better for it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, so many times. I think, I think one of the more recent times probably was when, so last year, or yeah, last year I wrote a book. It came out this year. Uh, it's Congratulations. Called, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's uh it's fun. I appreciate that. It's called Company Culture for Dummies, and it's all about how to build great brands from the inside out. And it's mostly a book about communication inside of a company. And so for me, as I was writing it, there were times, and, and I'd been working in that space as a public speaker and as, a, as an advisor for a while, and there were times when I was writing it where I'd sit down to do my pages uh, that I needed to get done or I needed to get my words done in the book, and I would have all this other stuff that wanted to come out. I would have all these other ideas or I would have all these other things. And so I would do my, my, you know, thousand words or 2,500 words for company culture for dummies, but I had this other stuff and I wasn't journaling it. And so it was causing me all of this anxiety around, Oh, I've got this other thing and I've got this project and I've got that thing. And what I found is that when I went back to, okay, let me just, let me just write down a couple of things here. Let me just, it's in here. I'm thinking it, I'm spending time you know, driving in the car or I'm spending time sitting in my house stressing about all the other stuff, just channel it somewhere, like put it down. It doesn't mean that I had to commit to another book. It didn't mean anything except for, I'm just going to write down whatever's spinning in my head. And now what's really cool is, is I look back at that specific period of time in that journal and there's some really cool stuff in there. There's great video content. If I want to use it, there's great blog content. There's it, interestingly, I can look at it and I can also tell how I was feeling about the book because there are days where what I wrote was like, who am I to write a book and what is going on here? And imagine if I hadn't written it down and kind of said that mm. it would have still been in my head. And then would I have written more the pages would I've gotten it done. And so for me, I hadn't been, you know, when I first started writing the book, I didn't, I wasn't journaling cause I thought I'm already writing enough stuff every day. Like the world and me doesn't need more words from me. <laughs> and it was a, an awakening of like, no, actually the world may not need them, but you need them, Mike, because you need to find another way to channel this energy somewhere. And it's uh, in the book, I actually talk about journaling. So it's, it's really funny when I send it to the publisher, they're like, really, there's a, there's a section about leadership and you talk about journaling? Is that, what does that have to do with company culture? And I was like, well, everything, because imagine if you're a leader and you've got all this stuff in your head, you've got these stresses, you've got the way you feel about employees today, the way you feel about a project, and you don't deal with that some way. You don't yeah. find a place to say, wow, I'm really in a negative space today, or wow, I'm feeling really appreciative today. I should do something with that. Imagine if you just walk in and you just drop that at the office and you don't find a way to deal with it. I think that's, that's a pretty bad space to be in. Well, you, you, you've hit on something really quite valuable because um, I'll talk about my own journaling experience in a minute, if I may. But it's it's Marcus Aurelius uh, meditations um, that it first kind of got me into exploring Stoicism and the Stoic philosophy. Um, mm. You're familiar with um, Ryan Holiday's book, "The Obstacle Is the Way," which is uh, I I featured in a previous episode of this podcast. But um, it was. You know, I'd, I'd love to think that um, I, I'd be capable of producing a journal of thoughts that <laughs> would have the, the staggeringly timeless quality and now 
thousands of years later still be relevant um, to the human condition as much as Marcus Aurelius's writings were. But yeah. this is the guy, he was a, he was a leader, um, Roman emperor, I believe. Um, and he was basically just getting down on, I don't know what, tapping into stone or did, did they have notebooks in those days? I don't think <laughs> um, A scroll. He was, <laughs> he was just getting stuff out of his head onto paper. Um, and these are published and a lot of people have, have kind of kept them. You, you, you really appreciate, um, um, you, you really appreciate the antiquity of it when you read in the foot in the preface, I think, um, Ryan talks about it in his book is that that people like um who was it Benjamin Franklin and George Washington had it by their bedside you know this is how old it is you know um <laughs> but I think about my own my own kind of journaling experience and it's an intensely personal thing I would say for me mm. um I write it just for me I actually don't really write it even to be read necessarily but I know that it, I, what I do sort of tend to do occasionally is kind of look back and just like, oh yeah, I remember. I just I'm, I'm back at that moment. I remember feeling that, and it's not just negative. But um, I, I don't know what you feel about this bit. But do you when you when you get into a habit of writing stuff down? And I'm not talking about the the ideas for stuff, but just like talking about how you're feeling and what's going on in your head. Um, you sort of start seeing patterns. Is that something you've experienced? Do you find patterns in the, in your behaviors? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's, there's definitely, you know, if, if you look at them and you could take the dates off, I think sometimes for me, it's like, Oh, I bet I could pinpoint when this was. Okay. Because yeah. the feeling is so clear. Like you were saying, you could recognize like, Oh, I, I, I'm just writing what I'm feeling. And so if you look back, you might be able to put yourself back in that place. Yeah, and I think it's really important, I think, as well, to, to just to document it sometimes because life moves pretty fast, as yeah. Eric Bueller said. Well, yeah. I always think about that with people who, people who, like, write memoirs or something, and it's like, did you have a really good journal? Because how do you remember what someone ordered in a cafe when you were 19 years old? Like, you must have had a great journal or you're taking very creative liberties. So I think it's helpful. So I'm curious for you, when you when you – how did journaling start for you? What was going on that you did you just decide I'm going to pick this up? This is interesting. Cause it's a, it's an interesting thing to start, right? Like there has to be some moment where you say, I'm going to go get something or I'm going to get a pad. It doesn't just naturally occur. Like you have to do something. So do you remember for you what that was? Yeah. Cause what I did was um, I'm, I'm a big, uh, big lover of, of moleskin notebooks. Um, <laughs> and I remember I think I sort of I mentioned earlier on that I went through this process of uh, of getting into a habit or trying to get into a habit of once a day um, just reflecting on three things that I'm grateful for, and it's well documented that that gratitude or the act of gratitude enhances your mood. Um, and I actually found myself struggling to to just come up with three things that weren't the same things like oh a comfy bed and um, uh, nice food, but. I, I, I often feel that it's a little bit too spiritual. Is that the right word for me? But then <laughs> I was in a point where I was in a bit kind of like my, my head uh, was, I felt I kind of like a, a likened it to a, to a big barrel of, of muddy water. And 
that it's on this this pivot and then everybody comes along and shakes it up um like this. and maybe a more kind of poetic version might be a slow globe you know <laughs> i like that that's a that's a good image right pretty image <laughs> yeah just like a muddy snow globe but <laughs> i just like craving a bit of calm and i want the, the, everything to settle down a little bit and and i felt just the act of getting the stuff down a bit of free writing just getting it down on paper um it, it helped calm my mind mm. and i remember a few because i i my wife and I at the time, we, we decided to separate. It wasn't working and we decided to separate. And I used my journal. I've already got into the habit and I was in a bit of kind of like, what am I going to do? What happens now? Right. And, and I wrote myself a number of questions and then closed the journal and carried on writing it daily. daily. Anyway, a few months later, I, I came back to it and it was really, I, I came back to it as my future self which is, sounds a bit kind of odd, but I came back to it and I look back at these questions that I had and it's like, yeah, everything is all right. I have prevailed. And, and it's almost this idea of by getting it down on paper, by consciously writing something down, it almost puts it into your subconscious and your mm. back brain processes it. And so it's still going forward. It's so like, it's like the, the idea behind affirmations a little bit, mm. right? Yeah. So wait, so were your questions things like, am I going to be okay? Am I going to sort this? I mean, you don't have to divulge the secrets yeah. of your journal, but was it that type of questioning? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, where will I go? What will I do? Um, who will I be? Will I find love again? You know, all that kind of stuff. Interesting. And then it's almost, it's so funny too, because I, I, you know, it's like a, it's like a, a show, right? Like, here's the questions we have about what's going to happen to this character. And then we get to see the character live it out. And so you kind of got to do that in your own life, which is, yeah. which is unique. If you didn't journal it, you wouldn't be able to do that. Exactly. And I think that was what was really useful about kind of revisiting it. And just the act of having, having a little snapshot of time. Um, I know people who um, have like year long journals where they, they write every book they've, they write and rate every book they've read, every movie they've watched mm. um, and all this kind of stuff. And that builds up a picture of your life. And I mean, I'm, I'm a very much a kind of like in the moment kind of person. Um, I'm not very good at kind of forward planning and looking back, it, it's always nostalgia, isn't it? And so just being able to have the habit of just documenting what's happening in your life right now um, and not getting caught up. And this, this is the way I approach it. It's not getting caught up in proper syntax or anything like um great phrasing and all that sort of stuff yeah <laughs> you're you're using both aren't you you're using both most methods at the moment the the kind of the stoic journal and free writing yeah i'm, a, I'm actually doing three all right. I'm, I'm realizing <laughs> for, for very different credits <laughs> <laughs> i'm doing three because of, because of necessity for me right so okay. i'm doing the one called the five minute journal but that's that it, it's very quick because it's like it asks you you know, every day it's like, what are a couple of things you're you have gratitude for? What would make it a great day? And then you like rehash whether that worked out. So that's kind of like a really quick thing. Maybe, maybe not even five minutes. So I'm doing that because it's, it's quick and easy and it gets me thinking about, you know, one of the things is when you, when you don't go to an office every day you, and you don't have people around you, it's very easy to just spin in circles. And so mm. the five minute journal helps me not do that by giving me like a place to go. And then the, the stoic journal and doing the Ryan holiday thing, just cause I like the questions, the mm -hmm. questions in there are really interesting. And it's based on, you know, the meditations book that you just, uh, that you just talked about. And so, 
for me, it's a, it's, it channels thinking in a way that I wouldn't, if I was free writing, I wouldn't, you know, I'm not, I'm not Marcus. So I wouldn't think of those great things that, that Washington and Ben Franklin wanted by their bed. And so reading that somewhere and having a prompt to say, okay, so what do you, what do you think of that is very helpful. And then I do the free writing where I just have my blank pages, like a moleskine and I just go for, for 10 minutes. I'm doing 10 minutes now and it's just whatever's going on. And sometimes it's like, cool stuff I want to make and I want to get it out of my head. And other times it's like, I feel like an imposter and a loser today. And what am I doing? And I, you know, haven't taken a shower in two days and I need to get out of the house and go do something. And other days it's, it's really cool stuff where I'm celebrating something that's in my head. And so I'm doing all of them for different purposes. Mm. Which, you know, I'm curious, are you a, cause we've been talking a lot about writing and, and handwriting. Do you do it all with pen and paper? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a really good point. Um, my my background is in is in design, um, so I am still a sucker for for pen and paper, <laughs> and it's it's interesting if you if you could see my desk, um, you can see my desk here. It is just piles of paper, and this this idea that, that technology enables us to live this paper free life is a myth. And people might say it's like, well, why don't you just use a laptop? You know, um, you yeah. Can do, and yeah, you know, do you know what? it does exactly the same thing, but there's something about that always on easily accessible. You can just flick through it. Um, and, and you've got a physical tangible proof that you've done something. Um, and I'm just looking cause I, I, I've got several, oh no, is this it? Oh no, I have, I keep, I keep a couple of moleskins. This, what well, this one is my kind of general note taking moleskin and and ironically when I, whenever i go back at my note taking journals i just read it and go what the hell does that mean <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> i just like randomly write down stuff on question marks and things that i'm thinking there's no structure to it but whereas my this kind of like my my journaling journal is i write two pages um and i i try to keep it as neat as possible. I use different colored inks. And for me, there's an, ex and there's an aesthetic pleasure that comes mm. from just flicking through, uh, flicking through that notebook and just seeing lots of pages that I've written. Because I think it says something about my psyche, about I've always struggled to write. I remember in exams and questions at school when you had to write an essay and it was like, I could struggle to write a few sentences. And similarly with blogging, um, I kind of never sort of think I'm not a writer and, and I'm always in awe and I'm really, really impressed with people who've written books. Um, not just because of the, of the discipline and the, ex the knowledge that it takes to write a book, but the, the actually getting the words down. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So um, it's, it is the, the, the aesthetic thing because I do like the look of a nice written journal. But yeah. Do you remember when, do you remember watching the sixth sense? Yeah. Not, no, no, not the sixth sense. Um, seven. Was oh, yeah. Number. I remember seven. that too. Yeah, seven. <laughs> and they went to this guy, and I think it was the main protagonist, uh, or the, the bad guy, and they went to this room, and it was just filled. Do you remember? It was like filled with books, and every page was filled with words, and they was like, it's going to take us years to read through all this stuff. And I got this idea that well, wouldn't it be great? It's just like you have writing stuff that imagine if someone came across it, Oh my God, what would, what would, what would you, what, if you lost your journal, has you ever come across that? 
Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, too, of, of thinking if someone found this, what would they, one, would they be able to read it, and two, what would they do? Like, would this make an interesting movie? Would this make an interesting thing? Where would they read and say, oh, gosh, or, or would it be like, you know, pages of a thing of, of like Bridget Jones' diary where you're like, what happened to Mr. Darcy? <laughs> like, where did this go? And, you know, I was reading back through this one that I, that I was talking about from November of 1999 that I started and there was a lot going on in my life and I, and I would go, you know, a couple of weeks without writing. And so it would be like almost like a catch up with myself of like, okay, well, here's what's been going on. And so I imagine that in like a movie format, if someone found it, they would be like, you know, probably they would be, this is boring. What is this guy talking about? Because they wouldn't have known, you know, you don't, you don't write all the context you need for a narrative in there because you understand what's going on and who people are. And so, but I do think of that of what if, what if this got lost or what if someone read it? But then, I don't know, I, I like, I like the idea that someone someday might want to read it. I think that's, that's kind of interesting, but I'm, you know, it's funny when you were talking about the, the difference between digital and handwriting, I do all mine on, on paper and pen too. And I think that there's something else, even though there's all these great tools to do it online, I found this great one the other day um, that prompts you each day and then it gives you a timer and you type for me, there's a separation between work and the writing piece because it's so rare that like anything I'm working on, I'm handwriting it all, right? I might be doodling notes or I might be taking notes as I'm working with someone on their speech or something while they're performing or while they're speaking and I, I'm taking my notes. But in general, I don't, you know, I don't type, I, I don't handwrite work. And so for me, there's the separation also between the two of like, this isn't a work activity. And, and when I sit down at the laptop, it's a work activity. If I'm going to I'm writing my second book. So if I'm writing a book, if I'm writing a speech script, if I'm doing something, it's intentionally at my laptop working. And if I'm writing in my journal, it's like, a, there's like a separation for me. Yeah, right? that's a really nice distinction to make because um, I've just, I don't know if you've, did, but I've got, here's some notes that I've been taking and it's, <laughs> it's like someone's written that one. It's, I shouldn't really use a visual thing on a podcast, but it's all written it, in different directions on the paper. But it looks like it looks like when they go in and they find they find the mastermind behind something, and there's handwriting left and right and up and down and all over the page. <laughs> all over the walls. <laughs> that's that's what it looks like, everybody. Imagine you went into like the mastermind's lair and you got to see their notes on world domination. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Um, <laughs> and I do, love, I do love that thing about kind of taking handwritten notes and then they're almost like a, a bit of kind of archeology span or, or mystic notes to my future self. But um, <laughs> we're almost running out of time together. Um, it's been, it's great fun chatting to you, Mike. I'm really glad you came on to, to join me today. Um, if somebody asked, so like, so what, what is journaling and, and why should I do it? Can you think of a nice little kind of pithy response to that? Yeah, I would say journaling is the act of, of intentional, uh, intentional decompressing and downloading of whatever's spinning around in your head. Yeah, I think that's a great way of putting it. I mean, that, that's certainly how, how I look at it. It's, it's just a great way of um, brain dumping and filing away. And it gives you a little bit of a, an insight into yourself as well, I think. Um, yeah. A lot of people, um, a lot of people practice mindfulness, and and so that's all part of it. And I think there are a few different, as we've established, there are a few different ways to approach it. But I always say that if if you're struggling with something, if you're going through a difficult time in your life, in your business, um, or there's something that you just want to kind of find an answer to, it's actually inside you sometimes, isn't it? And you just need to tease it out. 
So yeah, there we go. Well, certainly, certainly the thing blocking you mm. can be inside of you. So when, when you're in that same way, if you're looking for the answer to something, maybe it's not that you need an answer. Maybe it's that you need to remove a block. Yeah. And sometimes the journaling and the writing can help you see the thing that's stopping you that you didn't realize was there. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, I, I certainly, I certainly find that sometimes I look back at my journals like going, it's like puddles pity party, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, God, just so moany. <laughs> I know. That's, that's the thing when you think about somebody finding it and reading it, you're like, God, I hope they don't think I'm just a whiny baby. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Imagine there's like going, oh, look at this. How very boring. <laughs> <laughs> this dribble. Get up and do something with your life, Mike. That's it. So, um, Mike, it's been lovely having you. Um, if anybody wants to get in touch with you on the interwebs, what's the best? Where, where can they find you? I'm easy to find uh, if you if you go and type Mike Ganino. So once you once you figure out how to spell Ganino, yeah. then you can find me. It's just G A N I N O and uh, MikeGanino.com, and it's Mike Ganino on all the social places. And if you go Google that. I'm probably the one you're going to find unless you have a friend named Mike Ganino. And then you should talk to that person and not me. But otherwise, uh, you can find me there and send me a note or send me a DM and, and we'll uh, chat about journaling and other cool stuff. Excellent. Thank you. Well, and, and, and it's really exciting. As of this recording, we have all earned 60 cents um, because Nikki didn't manage to do a check-in, which is, uh, whoa. <laughs> and now we're publicly shaming Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all part of accountability, you know, tough love. It is. Well, I mean, the app we're using is called Spar. So, yeah. I mean, there's, it's, not about, it's not about love and support. It's about win some coins. So I'm going to go, I don't know, I'm going to go buy myself, a, I don't know what you could buy with 60 cents. Well, what can you get with 60 cents these days? I don't think anything. <laughs> and on that note, let's stop the recording. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks. This podcast is part of the You Are The Media Network.